Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right. Do you want to start with Duran Duran? Duran Duran. Yesterday you mentioned that Duran Duran is covering the song. Now, I don't know the song by David Bowie either. It's called Five Years. But we are excited because we like Duran Duran. Personal yeah. Jesus comes to mind. Nope, that is incorrect. But wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Let me get this. Personal Jesus. Okay. That would be Depeche Mode. That's right. <laughs> I think I'm hungry like the wolves. Oh, yes. Right. Great, great, yes. Um, How about we listen to it? Okay. We'll just give it like, you know, 45 seconds or so. I mean, it's fine. I think kind of emulating Bowie a little bit. I'm going to say something weird. Okay. Do you ever feel like recordings sound too polished? Of course. That's one for me. I see. The voice was almost a little too clean. And when you think of Duran Duran or Depeche Mode, for that matter, mm-hmm. you you know, you know like a little more of a distance from the microphone, a little more that's happening retro. I think that's why people are listening to vinyl more. I think you might be days. right about that. Right? You know, I was listening to jazz music this morning while um, prepping the show, and it had rain it was set in a coffee house it's like eight hours it's on youtube and they had rain ambiently in the background and then a variety of jazz songs Hmm. and that was present and it sounded nice i guess sort of like vinyl in this case it was mimicking rain but yeah i guess in some iterations you just want it to be a little less that sounded too clear everything Am I being too nitpicky? Yep. Maybe I'm okay. A little bit. All right. It's okay. You do you, man. I'm a critic. Um, how about all right, this is sad. Miley Cyrus lost her dog, oh, Mary so Jane. And um no big surprise that the dog's name was Mary Jane. Okay, that's fair. But she posted a song that she wrote that's not necessarily about her dog, but this is such a clever song. This just goes to show you what a great songwriter she is. 
Uh, she posted this with pictures of her dog on her Instagram page, and I will link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. But listen, listen how good this is. Okay. Do you like it? It's cool. I just, I just like the way people's brains work. Like, okay, I'm going to write a song about my dog, but not about my dog per se, but about the way I'm losing in this relationship. And he looks at the dog in a way that he no longer looks at me. Right. Love it. Yeah, that can happen. But, you know, I also like that song about, you know, her blowfish. Remember? I don't remember the blowfish song. Are you kidding Such a great song. It's from her Dead Pets album, I think. What? Did I miss this whole chapter of Miley? Yeah. She had an album called Dead Pets? Yeah, with a Z. And the song is called Pablo the Blowfish. Oh, my. Pablo, like with a W at the end. Of course. Because he's a blowfish. Because he's a blowfish. Maybe Grant can find it. I am. I've got ads, of course. Oh, okay. Pablo, Donna, would you spot him ten bucks so we can get YouTube Premium? <laughs> nope. Here, look. <laughs> Wait for the hook. She's dressed in a unicorn full onesie in the middle of a cornfield playing the. <laughs> so that's uh, that's Pablo the Blue. Yeah, I would. I think that you're right. That uh, Miley, I'm sure, has some really strong uh, songwriting skills. I wouldn't submit that to the Academy. <laughs> no. Okay. I am super stoked for this album. I think it's called Greenfield. And it's Barry Gibbs. He made this album in Nashville. And he's teaming up with various country artists. And I came across his um, collaboration with Alison Krauss. And this is Too Much heaven what a unique sound the bgs have I oh know. gosh i gotta watch that documentary that everybody's talking about right now <sighs> living it up i hear it's excellent on the very Gibb talk show all right let's see what's uh what's on here let's... justin timberlake jimmy fallon their their recurring sketch on snl when timberlake would come back the barry gibb talk show was so great Oh, it was so great. Did you ever see that, Donna? Yeah, the sketch on Saturday Night Live when they're roommates? No, no. That's that, that's what they do on The Tonight Show now. This is old school. The Barry Gibb talk show. Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, oh, yeah. Donna. It's so funny. <laughs> I think I have. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Living it up. I actually pulled it up here if you want right. to hear yeah, it. Yeah, give me anything. Quick little... We've got, again, so I'm just going to chat for a second when we yeah. get to these pads. Okay, while you're doing that, um, also on this album, uh, Keith Urban on Urban. I Gotta Get a Message to You. Oh, so good. Run to Me with Brandy Carlisle. Uh, Lonely Days with Little Big Town, which I saw is awesome. Words with Dolly Parton. It is called uh, Greenfield, the Gibb Brothers Songbook, Volume 1. Thank you. Here's the uh, Barry Gibb talk show. A little bit of SNL. Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake. Oh, I love the BG so much. Oh, it was great because, Donna, if you remember this, as this sketch would go on, one of them would say something and the other would just... <laughs> just sort of jive again with... <laughs> Did the Gibb brothers ever get together with Aaron Neville and have a bizarro world moment? <laughs> That's funny. Should think of like Springsteen, um, who, um, uh, Stevie Nicks. 
Yeah. You know, Dylan. Just everyone who's got those Same weird vibes. Yes. All right. We got I'm going to go take a break. No. Donna, but I'll be back. No. Um, our Facebook question today. What's the first thing you would do if you won Powerball or Mega Millions? They're at 470 and 510 million, respectively. So uh, we'll dig into your answers and find out what Donna would do. She said, oh, easy. Let's find out what she would do when we return on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Okay. Thanks for listening. It's Donna to. and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What? Happy Friday. What if. We win, man. What if we win? What if we win? If we win Powerball, are we going splitsies? Are we back on Monday? I'd come back on Monday, sure. At least for the opening segment, to figure out: Can I take eleven minutes to, in one breath, sustain? Say, suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is the first thing you would do if you won Powerball or Mega Millions? (laughs) Jason Matheson wrote on our Facebook page where the question is posed, build a wig room for B. Arthur. <laughs> what a giver. What a giver he is. He's so funny. <laughs> Jason. Oh, he's so great. Oh, and then there's a great, uh, Phil, the unpaid, unpaid intern, uh, great, uh, how to put great, I got it. I can speak words now. Had a great Macho Man Randy Savage gift down below, too, saying, that was savage. That's funny. Um, Okay, I will tell you what I would do. I'd just pay off all my stuff. Okay, now there are different ways to take this question. My house. I'd throw a chair through a window. Okay, that's I've always said that's what I want to do. That's super fun. Because it would just not matter. Just, okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, Tracy says she'd buy an apartment building and turn it into a cat sanctuary with living <laughs> caregivers. <laughs> I have it all planned out in my head, says Tracy. Oh, that's cute. I like the creativity. I am Grant. What would you do if you won, let's say, $500 million tonight? I would immediately go back and uh, buy the old family business, tear down all the houses that are on there, and put the golf course right back where it was. Wow. Whoa. Yep. Wow. That's now, would you would you pay any of those people whose houses you're tearing down and families you're destroying? No, I would obviously pay them the value of their home and make sure that it, you know they can relocate to a better. I'd give them a little extra. Wow. A little He's extra, like a this slumlord. Is a, no, this is just something yeah. my dad, you know, I grew up on this place, and now oh, I drive through it. it's all it. about me, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> if you want a million, there's plenty of time to help other people around, but I'm going to definitely take care of myself, too. No, but here, you tear no, you have, when you tear the houses down, great, you have to, you can't just give them asking price if you're no, asking would, oh, them to move you got to give them like hey i'm going to pay for your house uh, i'll pay for your house i'm going to buy your house absolutely. and i'm going to give you you know oh, 200,000 on top i would do more than that i would give them all free golf for the rest of their life i would, <laughs> okay. I would if okay. i could have that thing back open is, again he's a slumlord he's i'm a totally. slumlord you know have you guys ever seen the movie with uh, joe pesci back in the day uh goodfellas no he's a slumlord in new york Move on, because I know you guys hate when I do this. I'll find it. No, no, no I, we hate when we do it. Oh. I don't hate when any of us do it. <laughs> Let me. Find I it. love the uh, the watching the human brain work as we effort to get an answer. Joe Pesci, do your Pesci, Donna. 
Hey, I'm Joe Pesci. <laughs> I love it. What am I, a clown? The super. Uh, it's called the super. Give me the rent. He's just the whole time he's running around. He's a little super. He's a superintendent in New York City, and he runs all these slumlords. He's a slumlord in New York City, and he's a bad guy that eventually has to live in one of his buildings to realize how bad they are. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We're about the same like, height, so that works. I don't care. This, yeah, this woman is, is, is living here. She's if, 90 years hey, old. Hey, but ladies, remember. If you guys saw <laughs> these golf. houses, if you saw these houses, they're just fine. These people that live out in this area now, are they're out in Orono. They're doing just fine. Oh, oh uh, we've not, dealt with Orono before. Mm-hmm. Ryan Perpich hails from Orono, he too. says. So I am not going to feel bad one bit. And I love all you Orono people. I'm from there, but I'm sure you're fine. Oh, we're among fancy people. Oh, it must be nice. We found out earlier Donna had to get her couch custom made to fill the <laughs> massive space. Not custom made. It comes in different sizes, so I had to like measure the air. Stop it. I live <laughs> in the slums of Bloomington. Oh, Lord in heaven. <laughs> so this wasn't a new couch for the cabin? This is for the house? Yeah, this I have is for her main residence. Cabin. You know what I have? I have one of those Archie Bunker chairs. At the cabin. Like, just things are falling apart. And she just, imagine this. Donna goes up on a Friday, sits in her Archie Bunker chair, proceeds to rock slightly for two and a half days, and then drives back down. <laughs> That's pretty much all I do up there. Here, just, you know. we've got a really creepy answer. The question on our Facebook page is, what's the first thing you do if you won Powerball or Mega Millions? Both are huge jackpots coming up this weekend, tonight and tomorrow. Carrie says... Hire someone to tickle me every night until I fall asleep and then quietly leave. (laughs) Does she mean like lightly scratch or are we getting under the armpits and going for... My heart going Gucci, Gucci, (laughs) go! I would pay someone to give me a raspberry on my stomach every night. Sounds like a fetish, lady. A little bit. (laughs) Lady. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jennifer is right here. You ever? Th- I, I think about this. Jennifer says she would lock the ticket in a safe deposit box, then go hire an attorney. That's the first thing you got to do yep. is make sure that ticket is safe, and then you need to get a lawyer on the phone. And don't tell your family. Grant. That's, that's what it says here. It's true. You're not says, like... Don't tell your family? Well... You can, but they, there's been a lot of situations in the past where people have, it's ruined families, you know, it's, it's torn them apart, yep. it's, yeah. it's, it's destroyed relationships, so it's one of those things where if you know a healthy way to handle that, more power to you, because from what I've heard, it tears people apart. Yes, you know what, I just want to win like, I don't know, $60,000. No, God. I don't no. need to win the, I, the yeah. You went it's too low there. Five million, five million is what you want. That's a nice healthy number that doesn't ruin your life. I just want do some remodeling. Okay, well, your sixty grand after taxes is going to come down to about thirty-seven. Let's let's. <laughs> That's nice. That's five... nice to have an extra thirty-seven thousand dollars. That's nice to but, just play with. But we're talking about the lottery here. Yeah, like... but we're talking about Powerball. So when you're trying to tell us, oh. hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. But maybe You're I'll right. only get four numbers and I'll get like 60 grand. Thank you. You're so so did we just change the You're question weird. to if we only get four numbers? Yeah, what, what would you, you do money? if you, yeah, what's the first thing you would do if you hit four of the total six Powerball numbers? My, you know, I'm with Grant, though, because I do think it ruins you. It changes things. Yep, that's why. I, I It's stressful. I would just well, go back to my normal life and then get rid of it. I think, uh, I think wow. there's a certain amount that is, it'll ruin you money. But I think up to a hundred million, you could make. You could, and by the way, I, I could win this tonight, and I figure out a way to make it work. I think. But here's something that I would do: <laughs> I would retire all of my siblings if they wanted to. You I mean, would just you say, would make them stop being your siblings. No, I, I oh. would execute them. Yeah, <laughs> I would then, execute. Then, them. then what about your wife's siblings? And then they're, you know, and then their. I mean, it just it trickles out, you yeah. know. And then you got your your siblings, and then their kids, and it's oh. Yeah, exactly, Grant. Exactly. This is why you two would be tight-fisted misers, the slumlord and the <laughs> greedy old lady. Not yet. Um, this is distant future. But that's why you two would be that way. You'd I be grant, very I, not generous. We think a lot alike on a lot of things, we actually. Do. The same things stress us out. You know, the same, our minds kind of work in the same way. Grant, are you co-signing on all this? Yeah. Because that's a we, loaded our, weapon. If you were here, you know, you might notice this. Right. Um, but after the show, sorry, <laughs> buddy, I'm kidding. The mic. Um, no, we're just, after the show, we talk a lot. We find that we're very similar in the way we react to things, the mm-hmm. way we interpret things, mm-hmm. the way we um, are emotional about certain mm-hmm. things. Very similar mm-hmm. in that sense. We have very similar, um, well, how do you say, how do you say, uh, <laughs> What do you? Uh, very yeah. similar uh, thoughts on life. There you go. There you go. Uh, with that, I am going to go take a smoke break. When we come back, it's the <laughs> College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Play along. 651-641-1071. Uh, we'll play next on Don and Steve. It's a tie. Woo, tie. Oh, yeah. That's right. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Very exciting. It's time for a tiebreaker. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys, like Donna said, we are tied currently for the fifth edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Donna tied it up yesterday with Chris from Maple Grove to make it two games to two. Good job, Donna. Thank you. It was a very fun version. We had uh, a little, well, we had a controversy. I had some emails, but we did clarify. Donna did win with, especially when she got the uh, tiebreaker. Hang on. Tell me about the controversy. Well, there was, because uh, she mentioned Annalena, jo- Annalena Jolie and Brad Pitt, <laughs> if I could say her name, and then she yelled uh, Jennifer Aniston, but then her final answer was Brangelina. Yeah, it's true. So oh, it was a tie going wow. into it. So the tiebreaker actually gave her the win. But you would have won the tiebreaker anyway. Well, I, yeah, Miranda Lambert, that's right. Okay. Yeah. 
Huh. So okay, so you're still going to let me have it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you won, you won fair okay. and square. But All Grant, right. you're learning that the people. Yeah, they'll call you out because I I didn't think you were going to give it to me. Honestly, similar to chess in the Queen's Gambit and everybody, they care about the game of chess. People care about the College of Pop Culture knowledge. It is steeped in tradition mm. and they will hold you to high account. I, uh, I I learned that yesterday. So that's why I wanted to clarify for everybody out there. We did. So we are on point with this two to two right now. So Alrighty. we have Jeremy on the line and Jeremy is from Blaine. And uh, one fun fact before we get to Jeremy, Minnesota, actually Minneapolis, is the most n- most northern city to host a Super Bowl or a World Series. Oh, I believe it. A lot of people uh, think Toronto, but actually it's not. So, wow. Now, oh. Jeremy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great today. Thank you for asking. What up, Jay, Remy? What's on the agenda for today? Oh, just work, work, work. And, then, and same with you, Steve. I'm going to get something going in the smoker tonight. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna see if we can get a nice yeah, Chuck Rose, do some wings on Sunday. It's gonna be a smoker weekend. I found my secret uh meat places Costco too. They have you know, they have some Ooh. good meats there. They have some oh, good meats. The roasts that they have there are phenomenal. They have I good Chuck Rose there? Else. I won't even eat steak anymore on the grill. Oh my gosh. And I'm Excuse John of Valentine. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy, you're my boy. Oh, all right, Grant, what's our topic? The ribs are fantastic. Let me add that, too. I get the ribs there, too. Oh, they are so good. Now, guys. Yeah, man, sports. Donna. And meat and cigars. (laughs) Donna. Okay, Donna, now. We love you, too, Donna. Thank you. Donna, Jeremy is playing for a MyTalk t-shirt, and the topic today is... Hollywood bad boys that Donna is probably into. (laughs) Okay. We learned yesterday that Donna loves Jesse James or maybe has a little bit of a crush on him. So I figured let's roll with this. Okay. All right. That's funny. So, Jesse, who would you like to play with? It's tied two to two. Your boy Steve or our queen Donna? We got to go with Donna. She's going to know the answer. So I hope so. I hope you burn your smoked meats, Jeremy. (laughs) Bye, Steve. Get out of here. Hey. All right, well, I'm going to turn this down so we have no music for you, Donna. And we are going to start this out now. Um, Again, uh, Jeremy, you know the game, but if you can, just stay out until she gets to the end there and you can help her out at the end, all right? Yeah. All right, so if we go back and picture Donna's newfound love for Jesse James, then this FX original drama series is full of her type. The show aired from 2008 to 2014 and followed the lives of a close-knit outlaw California biker gang. It also stars Charlie Hunnaman as Jax Teller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, um, oh, also the woman from Married with Children is in it. It's called, um, we'll get back to you. This Hollywood bad boy made his film debut in 1985 with the leading role in The Legend of Billy Jean and gained more recognition as JD in the film Heathers. Oh, my God. I don't have any idea. Next. Okay. This Hollywood bad boy turned his (laughs) life around after taking the role of Tony Stark on. Someone say he became the face and ambassador of the Marvel Universe. Oh, my God. I don't. Three, two, one. I have no idea who these people are. Okay. Can you I'm really mad about the the first one. That's okay. I think Jeremy might be able to help out. Jeremy, what you got for us? Well, all I know is the name of the show for the first one. That was Sons of Anarchy. Yep, that's what we needed. I don't know who the guy is. Nope, that's what we needed. Yep, you need the show name. Oh, okay. Do you know any of the other two? The third one would be Robert Downey Jr. Okay, and anything on the second one? You want to know the question? What was the second question again? The Hollywood bad boy made his film debut in 1985 with his leading role as 
le- the, in the legend of Billy Jean and gained more recognition as JD in the film Heathers. Uh, 80s. Is that Heath Ledger? Or not Heath Ledger. Um, uh, Sutherland. Keeper Sutherland? I'll accept that. Okay. We're going to get Steve back All here. All right, Steve. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jeremy. Good save, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy, you came back you're awesome. Well okay. yeah. yeah, we'll give that a try. Okay. okay. All right. Steve is coming back right now from a smoke break. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, Checking Steve. those meats. Yeah. How's the meat? Good. I have two pheasants on the smoker. <laughs> Whatever. Not true. <laughs> They're pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Cheat man. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to start this out here. Once I, after I ask the question, I'll start the timer. As you know, Steve, here we go. If we go back and picture Donna's newfound love for Jesse James, mm-hmm. then this FX original drama series is full of her type. The show aired from 2008 to 2014 oh, and it. followed the lives of a close-knit outlaw California <laughs> Oh, yeah, game. she must have just poured some wine and watched Sons of Anarchy. All right, now this Hollywood bad boy made his film debut in 1985 with the leading role in The Legend of Billie Jean and gained more recognition as JD in the film Heathers. Oh, gosh, I don't know who that is. Okay, this Hollywood bad boy turned his life around after taking the role of Tony Stark on, and some would say he became the face... Robert Downey Jr., say the middle one again. This Hollywood bad boy made his film debut in 1985 with the leading role, The Legend of Billie Jean, and gained more recognition as JD in the film Heathers. (sighs) Donna, did you get them all since you're hot for them? Don't worry about it. Well, all right. We are clearly in the middle here. Sons of Anarchy was the answer to number one. Donna, did you just eat that oh, show up? Oh, of course. <laughs> like a dude watching Baywatch back in the day. No, Jeremy had to help me. Yes, oh. but it was a great show. Secondly, the Hollywood bad boy, this is Christian Slater, guys, with the leading role oh, in The Legend no. of Billy Jean. In 1989, he was arrested for drunk driving, assault, and was sentenced to 10 days in jail. Donna. Okay, all right. Keep going. I, I'm not saying you like those kind of bad boys. I just took the bad boy route. Okay. I couldn't find a lot of biker guys. I'm sorry. there weren't. We a lot both of... got that wrong. Yeah, you both got that that wrong and uh this hollywood bad boy who turned his life around you guys tony stark was robert downey jr so it is tied with the tie oh, no. going into oh, shoot. the last one here oh god okay okay so okay. i have a clip for you guys now jeremy help her out if you know who this is steve okay. you know you're ready to go okay. all right guys well that is not dolly right. parton dolly parton <laughs> that is an old clip from earlier all right let's hear it oh, god you know, you make a choice to win, and you win. Oh, you just, you, that's you, Charlie you, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Like, I have to call oh, you. Yes. All the time. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Woo-hoo. Yay, Jeremy. Oh. All right, Donnie, you're in the lead. I know. <laughs> yeah, thank wow. Thank you, thank you. I wouldn't be without you. What oh, a week. That's hard. What a you week. You guys are the back. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, Thanks a, for listening. Happy a, smoking. Have a great weekend. Yes, you guys do. Thank you so much. Go meet. Woo. All right, bye. Donna, don't ruin it with my... I don't have a lot of smoking buddies. And so when you do that, you're like the mom, like like the kid brings friends over for a sleepover, and then you try to get too into whatever they're into that night. I used to have a Nintendo, guys, when I was a kid. Fine. I'm going to play with my eat any of my meats. If I smoked you something If you made like a... Maybe like a chicken or Oh, yeah, you can do a nice... Full roasted chicken is easy to do. I would even maybe eat a pork chop. What about a... No, you don't like ribs. You don't like food off the bone. That is true. 
Um, I think that you might like what I'm going to cook up tomorrow. Thanks for asking, guys, about what we're doing. Maybe this would be a fun thing for you and your families to do. We were watching the great the American Barbecue Challenge. I think that's what it's called on Netflix. It's really good. Well done. If you like the British Bake Off, it's a well-produced show. Came out, I believe, in November of this year. So we just finished it the other night. And while we finished it, I said, man, I'm going to do these. This Chuck Rose is getting smoked. And it's going to be the poor man's burn ends. We're going to cut it up. You cube it up. You let it smoke for, I believe, a total of eight hours. At one point, you get a little brown sugar and barbecue sauce on there toward the end. You get some nice barky exterior, some good char. But then the meat is just what they call meat butter. So with that... I said, little little Gray. Gray was watching it, my eight year old, and he was saying uh, he was really paying attention. I said, hey, did they did he ever turn up the heat while smoking that brisket? And then my son said, yeah, two seventy five. Very matter of fact. And I thought, look at this little eight year old talking about temperatures that a guy turned his smoker heat up to to cook a brisket. That's so cute. with that, I said, listen, Gordon, you and me are going to smoke the meat. You're going to be my my helper on Saturday. We're going to smoke this meat. A sous chef, as it were. And, uh, and the girls were there watching as well. And this show does a great focus on not just the smoked meat, not just the barbecue element, but the full plate. What is an entree without bang-up side dishes? So the girls, uh, this time around, are going to do the side dishes. Ooh. And so they're working on a mac and cheese situation, uh, not craft, and a cornbread that they're going to make. So they'll have half the meal. Gordy and I will have the uh, other half of the meal. And we'll all come together and eat it on Saturday night. Cool. More good news for parents. (laughs) The show Caillou just got canceled by PBS. I heard about this. Thank the Lord in heaven. Yeah, people don't like this. Isn't this kid like whiny or something? He's a whiny little wiener. And he's just an idiot. And if your kids watch him, what happens is your kids then start to whine. Because the age that the show is geared toward preschoolers, kindergartners, toddlers, that they're at a very mimicking age, which is why you have to be aware of what your children are watching because they're learning and they're learning by watching. And so if they watch a little kid whine all the time, like a little brat, then they start whining all the time. So there are multiple parents who were tweeting with celebratory tweets of thank the Lord that the show is gone now. When we banned it from our house, many parents have banned this show. We noticed our kids' behavior changed because they just stopped having this awful, whiny voice in their zeitgeist. Mm. Zeitgeist. That's a good word. Thanks. I don't think I've ever used it, ever. I think that might be only the second time I've used it. Really? How'd it feel? I Well, first of all, I feel nervous every time I do. I will tell you that right now. Oh, thank goodness. That show was the most obnoxious, ridiculous excuse for a kid's show. So glad it's going away. We never watched Caillou. The first thing a nurse I knew said when I told her we watched PBS Kids was, no Caillou. Isn't that <laughs> yeah. funny? That's kind of how awesome. you feel about peanuts. I have a fondness for a Charlie Brown Christmas, but when I watched last year the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown or the Thanksgiving special, whichever it was, I was like, oh, heck, this Lucy is a real tyrant. Yeah. And she is hammering him, knowing he's down, continuing to pummel him with verbal blows. And I found myself having to tell my kids, like, remember, guys, we don't talk like that, right? That's not an okay way to talk to a friend. 
especially after the friend is already visibly upset and possibly depressed. I know. It, you know, looking back, wow, there was some stuff. You remember we were revisiting Richard Dawson on Family Feud yesterday? Yes, just this just is, and everybody. I think we're just going to go back and look at a lot of this stuff and have to start putting disclaimers on them. Like, this isn't how we treat our friends. Yeah. This isn't how we, you know, um, say hello to women we meet for the first time. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Yeah, the kid ends up in the principal's office. Where did you learn to behave like that? Game show network? Right? <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. Okay, we'll come cool. back, though, right? Oh, even more cool. Oh, I love it. Um, do you clean your phone? I do. Yes, I do. You I sanitize do? my phone. Indeed, Uh-oh. I do. Oh, I do. Oh, we, d- we did a Uh-oh, phone test Donna. in our house one day of whose was dirtier. Oh, all right. I'm going to wipe mine during the commercial break. Uh, this will probably be the first time ever. Oh, Donna. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. I know. Well, I'll tell you why you should be cleaning your phone regularly. Okay. When we come back on my talk 1071. Okay. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Time for a tip. Woo! Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. <laughs> the funny sounds you're making. Hey, thanks, Steve. It's a way to put off a playful vibe so that listeners feel at ease. <laughs> Are you doing a TED Talk? <laughs> Donna. Now, I'm going to give you a little uh, music background. Okay. For the Hey, Donna. What? Sound more excited about okay, that. Okay, cool. Uh, is this a good tip or like a happy tip or a sad tip? I think it's a happy tip. But it's about cleaning your phone and yeah, toilets, you to right? Clean yes. I'm going to put us in a minor. Oh, I didn't know you were providing the music. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, the question is how often do you clean your cell phone? Oh, I do it often. I will go over to the hand sanitizer, turn my phone, power the screen off, get some hand sanitizer on my paws, rub them together in my paws a little bit, and then I just really rub up the phone. What? You rub up the phone with hand sanitizer? Yeah. I get hand sanitizer and then in my hands a little bit, and then I just massage the phone. Okay. Mm. Now, anyway, 26% of people uh, clean theirs every day. Oh. 44% clean it between weekly and monthly, and 8% of us never clean it. Never occurs to me. Yeah, that sucker's so dirty. Think of where your phone is right now. It's on a counter that I cleaned before I started the show. But you don't clean every counter that it's on during the day. Your hands touch it. Your hands are the things that get the dirtiest throughout the day. So your hands are touching it at various points. So even when you go and wash your hand, when you pick your phone back up, that thing's got germs all over it. You're right, Steve. I know, and that's why you're getting the C cord. You know, women's women's purses also filthy. Do you ever clean that? Do you Lysol the inside of that bag? No, it's not the inside I'm worried about. It's the outside. Do you ever Lysol the outside People of it? put it on the floor. Yeah, you know, right. No, I don't Lysol it, but I have Lysol right in front of me, so I'll do it after we're done with this segment. I think of suitcases whenever you get to a hotel, and then sometimes you'll put your suitcase up on the bed. 
to unpack. Oh, think well, of how dirty that thing is. Well, oh, think gosh. of you sleeping in the bed. Yeah, I'm not a fan of hotel rooms just in general. I just want to take the bedspread really? off. Ah, uh, yeah. Bring my own pillowcases. No, they clean it. I know. They don't clean the bedspreads. I don't see them clean it. That's the problem. They don't clean the bedspreads. No, they do not. It's not often. Hmm. I want to look it up now. Look it up, yeah. Don't you have cell phone problems a lot, Donna? Um, well, I have email problems okay, email. on my phone on your from phone. home. Okay, so I was just wondering maybe if you give it a little TLC, it might get mm. a little love back. How yeah, maybe it? it's shutting down relationally with you hmm. because it feels used. Hmm. Wasn't there that movie that came out where a guy fell in love with his cell phone? There was, this was a movie. Oh, that was with, with Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Yes. Maybe the voice? It was like his computer that, that he fell in love with, or Siri yeah. or something. That'll be Donna's last chapter. She's Joaquin. <laughs> Technology is going to advance you to a point hilarious, so. where it's, it's too enticing not to. Every three I, months, by the way, hotels in the United States uh, oh. wash the bedspreads or comforters. That doesn't sound good. It's an as-needed basis. <laughs> oh. I, I want to go in there with one of those blue lights. No, you don't. Or, yeah. no, 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 you don't. Nope, nope. I, I, I want to go in there now with a, a Lysol spray can. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great, great idea. I like I the Lysol spray can. Nobody, nobody uses it but me. Do we know if COVID is still spread on surfaces? Um, well, we don't. I think it's mostly airborne, but, um, you know, there are aerosols that could be falling onto surfaces if you're not wearing a mask. Look at this, Lysol. Nobody uses Lysol anymore. We used to use this, like, after using the bathroom when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, really? I went to my, when I was just started dating my now wife, they didn't have any spray, and they had a matchbook for you to <laughs> yes. light a match and quickly blow it out. That's a mm-hmm. thing, too, I guess. Outhouse wow. way. That's the outhouse way. Over in my <laughs> another radio station I worked at, I was the one that introduced Lysol to our studios because, you know, they're smaller, and mm-hmm. you spend three hours in there, and, you know, I'm like, I just would like a fresh scent of something when I come in, or maybe when I leave, someone would like the fresh scent of something else. Well, so. I would just like the germs to be dead. I don't, it doesn't, I don't know. I love the smell, though. If you go into a room that smells good, mm. it is so awesome. That's why I love malls. No matter what mall you oh, go like to, going the into popcorn a department store. The, the, the department stores are great because of the perfume counter. Yeah. Oh, but then on, on top of that, though, I mean, like if you find me in a Bath and Body Works, I am in euphoria, just getting my sniff on, loving it. Also, Auntie Anne's, you go through the food court and you get just all sorts of wonderful smells. I love fragrance. Well, your phone is 10 times dirtier than your toilet. If, ooh. That's... I think that we don't realize how, how, how clean our butt cheeks are. Oh. They're so clean. Well, we're not talking about that. Well, I think of the toilet seat. Because they say oh. you're better off licking a toilet seat than your steering wheel. See, I'm thinking of pee on the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Some rando hairs. <laughs> rando hairs are tricky. I don't like those. <laughs> Even when they're curly. It's Stop it! Da- no! <laughs> don't. No. No. <laughs> 
Nope. Let me change the subject here briefly, okay? And Steve likes fragrances. I've got something coming up. If you like fragrances coming up for our next dirt, fragrances that you'll like. Fancy Grant. I am Grant says fragrance. You'll have something that you might like. I do coming up here for our dirt alert. So. Oh, okay. Very cool. Um, Let me tell you that there are new prizes for the new year in listener rewards for the month of January. What are they, though? You want a smartwatch? We got a smartwatch, right? Yes, I do want one. Dinners from HelloFresh. How about a gift card to Athleta? How about a gift card to Crisp and Green? How about a My Talk yoga bag? You got to register to win, though. Yeah, you register either in the app and then you just enter and listen, and you'll have all sorts of chances to win. You can also see the full list on our website, mytalk1071.com. Okay. Uh, when we come back, oh, you're going to talk about Last Man Standing. Oh, I saved this for you, Grant. I'm so excited. I watched Last Man Standing last night. It was the crossover episode where Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement meets Mike Baxter, Tim Allen's current character. I think there was a hint of what's to come. Cool. Goosebumps. And a dirt alert. All when we come back on my talk. Happy Friday.